Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We were traveling back from out oh. east yesterday. Oh. How was your flights? Uh, flights were flights were fine. Okay. My, my handling of our excessive baggage was not... <laughs> My big suitcase, her big suitcase, multiple bags that are just gifts because the in-laws just can't wait to shower the five-year-old with gifts. We're bringing multiple gift suitcases with us as well. My carry-on, my wife's carry-on, my son's carry-on, and his car seat. So in total, there's damn near double digits of bags and and items to be able to wrestle with. There's no way all this junk is going to fit in that car. No, don't worry. This is what all those hours of playing Tetris were for. Let's load up the bags. We want to put them in the car seat? Yeah, you know what? Now let's strap them in. It's public transportation. We don't have to. I'm going to squeeze them in the back with me. Let's just get everything loaded up. Going to get in the car, baby. I got this. Here we go. Big bag number one. Big bag number two. Big bag number three. Perfect. But there's no room for you. Sit the, the car seat over out of the way so I can get all these big bags loaded up and get all the little bags loaded up. Everything is just packed tight. I get on there, and we're driving. We're near. We're like we're in the South Loop where I live. We're in our neighborhood, and I start to look around. Like, man, it's tight in here, but something doesn't feel right. Uh-huh. Wait a minute, baby. Where's Carsey? Baby, where's Carsey? She looks around like, what the, you, you put you it in the car. I thought I did, but apparently I didn't. Get out of the taxi. I get them upstairs. I got to go all the way back to, to O'Hare last night. From the South Loop. From the Sloop. Same For taxi driver takes me all the way. I mean, I got one kid in one car seat, so yeah, I can't you just leave it there, you man. Did, you should have you just t- booked another shift somewhere. <laughs> And pay for the damn car seat. Yeah, another car seat. <laughs> what did it take you, like ride. another two hours? Yeah, that would have been sunk cost for me. Like, yeah, you know at what? that point, it's actually it's kind of torn up, me? too. And it was there? It was there? It was there. It was just sitting there, waiting on wow. He said he got a, a standing ovation when he got there. Oh, yeah, Pete was clapping. It's amazing, not amazing, that you went back. It's fantastic that you went back. <laughs> no, Coach, it is amazing it is that amazing. you went back. Thank you. Thanks, guys. There's a reason I've been married almost a quarter century. I'm not, I'm not an old man, true? but we've been together for a long time for a reason. Baby! One, one, two, three, and here we go, Jim. That's a true the story. The Parkinson right? Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. I'm proud of you, man. Great, great story. That was the night before last. That was uh, getting from the East Coast and back here and, you know, just, you know, it is where you're, you're getting through your, your main season of work. It was the football season for you at one point. It's the baseball season now. I don't know what you call hoops and do everything else <laughs> as well, but. 
kind of the busiest portion of the year and kind of coming down the home stretch of the football season. So my eggs are already scrambled anyway. <laughs> then you throw in travel and jet lag and and college postseason and bears coming down the home stretch and everything else and a bunch of additional luggage just trying to get home, trying to get ready to wake up at the the butt crack of dawn yesterday morning to go do <laughs> press conference coverage for the college football playoff and yeah, just the the brain wasn't functioning at the highest of levels. Yeah, here's the thing: I left out in the, the entire first part of the story where he left a bag when they were leaving. Oh no! This, I mean, this is a ten minute story that I cut down yeah. to two and a half minutes. That was one of two different incidents of uh, of major baggage being left at a previous destination. Me having to go back oh. and retrieve it. Fortunately, everything eventually got to our homestead, but it took some doing. I feel for you. That's Anthony Heron. I'm Zach Zaidman. Adam Stutzinski is our executive producer, making sure we blast through the speakers of your radio. This is the Parkinson Spiegel Show on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score broadcasting live from the Hyundai studios brought to you by our local Hyundai dealers. We've got a phone number, 312-644-6767. Talking a lot of football. The voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, will join us oh, in about 20 minutes from now to give us the inside scoop on Kevin Warren, who is reportedly the top candidate. Well, you broke the news a few minutes ago. He is officially the Bears' president now, right? No, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I did not say that. Reportedly, reportedly, according to my guy Pete Thamel, the top candidate. It's not official yet. It's just headed in that direction. It appears to be headed in that direction. Reportedly, the top candidate, the choice to replace. Look on Zach's face. I was just going to credit you for breaking the news. It's official. It's done. Strict journalism rules here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Let me ask you this, because listening to the story, are you one of those guys who has a very difficult time when you're steaming on the inside? And I'm sure you were on that ride back to O'Hare. <laughs> How are you holding it in? So the <laughs> the taxi driver who I just, I used the same guy. I told him, just wait here, keep the meter running. I'm going to get my family upstairs. I will be right back down. Because frankly, I shouldn't have been the one loading the luggage anyway. Uh-oh. I mean, there's a taxi driver right there. He's watching me load all our giant bags. And frankly, you know, I'm like, a, he wasn't a big guy. I'm a big guy. I want this stuff to get in there. Right. So um, he's hand, he's like rolling our heavy bags over to me. I'm the one loading them into his taxi. <laughs> then, you know, I, all right, let me make sure my wife, who she had hurt her thumb, let me make sure my five-year-old, right. they're in the vehicle correctly. And the next thing I know, he's like, you know, behind me getting ready to close up the door. It's like, okay, we're good. <laughs> I feel like there is there's certainly the main responsibility is mine, but I wasn't pleased with the taxi driver either for not making sure that all the stuff that we had. If he doesn't he want a tip, me. then if he doesn't want a tip, then he can do what he did. If he wants a tip, then you've got a buddy helping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't uh, pleased. On the whole, I was so spent that my I wasn't fuming at a high level. You yeah. know, like there there can be moments where I'm fuming. I I wasn't fuming at a high level. It was just like here's the task at hand. I know we're going to have to put the five-year-old down to sleep anyway. He might go down easier if I'm out of the way anyway. Let me just go get this damn bag so I can get back home and get to bed. It was just about the the task at hand. I, you know, like even with Justin Fields, we want there to be here immediately. Like, yeah, the finished product. How quickly can the finished product come? How quickly can I shut my eyes and get to bed? I know there's stuff I got to do. There's a process I have to go through. There's some steps I've now added to that process because baggage has been left behind. But eventually, I know the finish line. I'm confident 
the finish line will be there. It is attainable. I just got to go through the process, the, the adequate steps to make it happen. Stutz, can, can you hear this? This is what makes me just wow and amazement. Everything in Chicago, every story eventually circles back to Justin Fields. Shouldn't it, though? Right? 100%. I mean, <laughs> There's no conversation you can have in sports that doesn't eventually lead to Justin Fields right, right now. Yeah, every yeah. conversation I have with anyone gets back to Justin Fields. What are the Bulls missing right now? A natural well, they, point yeah, guard. They, they, they Justin, Justin Fields, Fields more yeah. of a shooting guard who can distribute. I, you know, I, that's I'll what the you, Bulls have. They I'm, got a bunch I, of those. I'm certain about this when it comes to Justin Fields. If he goes and watches the Bulls in person at the UC, he's getting a standing ovation. <laughs> he's not getting booed out of the arena, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All no right, doubt. let's. We've talked about so much here today mm. in regards to the Bears, except we've spent very little time talking about the actual game that's going to be played on Sunday. They play Sunday. They do play Sunday. There's a lot on the line, and I know there are people that are snickering when I say that, but there is there is a lot on the line for Justin Fields and the young players that are going to be a part of the core going forward. Either Parkins and or Bernstein are probably about to call in right now and laugh at, at that statement. But yes, legitimately, they're... they're they're young, talented guys who who will have the the potential, both in this game and the final regular season game, who have been building towards this point, but now there's two games left to put on their resume. You know, the, the resume is is important. You know, Justin Fields has been building a resume at the moment. The Bears' offensive resume is that they collectively, with Justin Fields at quarterback especially, have not come through in those late-game moments. There are tweaks that I think many of us can anticipate will lead to success in those late-game moments. It's not as concerning yet because – no one expects the Bears to have been who, right. that they should have been winning at a high level this season anyway. But that is on their resume, and it will be on their resume going into next season. At the moment, Kyler Gordon enhancing his resume with his performance in recent weeks. That matters because there was a stretch of the season where Kyler Gordon, where, you know, frankly, not myself. I talked about a lot on this station that, you know, you get better playing football by playing football like we were talking about. And that Kyler Gordon showed traits to me that I was very confident he was going to be. As I told Dan and Lawrence back in September, mm -hmm. he's going to be a much better player at the end of the season, the final month of the season, than what we're looking at right now in the first month of the year. That's not automatic for every rookie, but he struck me as a guy who we would see that development arc, and we've seen that begin to play out. Frankly, Jaquan Brisker is a guy who is a physical dynamo, but these last two games for Jaquan Brisker, where folks, I would say the book on Jaquan Brisker at this moment is he's a guy who, you can test his eye discipline and get him out of position, both as a run defender and as a pass defender. It would be great over the last couple of games here to see a guy like Jaquan Brisker have himself in position to make plays with misdirection elements to them and, and show you know, a, a level of, of stability in his responsibility. Divisional games, you get to see a team for the second time. They know you. You should be able to know them. And, that's, and you're going to face – look, the guys that you mentioned are going to be part of the core here for the next few years – Facing these teams, it right. is a big deal. And, you know, maybe if it's whomever, let's say Darrington Evans. If Darrington Evans rushes for 100 yards, is that a big deal? Probably not because he's probably not a guy who's a part of the Bears' future. But Valus Jones, like if the Bears win a game, because that, you know, intellectually, mathematically, a Bears win could be viewed as a negative for their draft status. But I've never seen anything like it, by the way, in this city. Like every Monday after a loss is a victory Monday for the fans because right. of the integrity of the draft pick. Yeah. And and I think that it's specific to who the individuals are. Like it's it's one thing, because you know, I think many of us are feeling like, okay, Justin feels at least a satisfactory level of development where it's exciting to think what can he be in the years to come as the Bears quarterback. He's not there yet, but 
excitement for what he can become. But beyond him, if if the Bears win a game because Valus Jones just goes off, I think he had a big game returning last week, had a nice deep grab in the game last week. If you see progression, if he catches a slant and takes it for a 70-yard house call, if he can, it takes a nine round, just uses that 4-3 speed, blurs by a defensive back, and actually runs under a deep pass from Justin Fields for a game-winning touchdown, and the Bears win because of that, that's a better scenario, even if it means they're going to definitely have the number two pick in the draft as opposed to the number one pick. So, I mean, if it's some guy who's not a part of the Bears' future, who's making a play that leads to a win, then, okay, I think maybe there's an adequate case you can make that, all right, that doesn't really help your future, so you're better off losing the game. If we're just going through just the purely, you know, analytical lens of it, but if it's guys who you want to be a part of this thing moving forward and they're making plays that win games for one of these last two or perhaps even both of these last two games, and it's like Cole Komet shows a level of separation as a route runner that's been inconsistent for him, and he has a huge game after, you know, he frankly didn't play that well last week. Be great to see Cole Komet bounce back and the Bears find ways to target him. Be great to see Valus Jones. Hey, what if Travis Gibson, who actually played okay the last couple of games here, but it's not equaling sacks. What if we see Travis Gibson go off for a multi-sack game and then Dominique Robinson goes off for a multi-sack game and one of those is a strip sack that leads to a defensive touchdown that wins the game. Guys who you want to be a part of the future here, if they're making plays that end up leading to a win that negates your draft status a little bit, that's actually that's a better result because it's players you already have in-house who are now showing you that they can be a, that they are a part of winning, that they are playing winning football for you. That matters a lot. Let's talk about the interior of the line. It's such a do big deal. We have deal. to, but we do offensively not, or defensively. Off, Neither is real fun. Well, well, offensively is more fun than defensively. Right. I, I think defensively you may have to replace the whole thing. Right. It's feeling that way. Uh, offensively, okay, good, good. That'll right? be more fun. Okay. Yeah. Offensively, I don't think you have to replace. I, I think there's been this notion that oh, the Bears' offensive line stinks. I don't believe it stinks. I would agree. I believe that they have some weaknesses on that line. I think they probably need two linemen. And I think there are three guys that you can kind of work with going forward. Uh, I think they have a left tackle. I think they have a left guard, obviously. I, 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 think, I think they have a right guard. They need a center. They need a right tackle. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think we'll see, you know, Cody Whitehair isn't getting paid like the best guard in football or anything. And I just, I don't know his contract status, but they've saved plenty of money versus the cap. They're going to have the most cap space in the league next year. I don't know what Cody Whitehair's cap number is next year, but is he the level of player that could find himself as a, a cap casualty? I mean, possibly, it, especially in a different situation than the Bears are in. The Bears have money to spend, so I think it's safe. I think we can anticipate Cody Whitehair being around because they have money to spend. So I, I would agree in that just off sheer performance, right. there's no reason Cody Whitehair shouldn't be around because of performance for next season. He has gotten a little bit banged up. His performance does ebb and flow a bit more now than it used to. And I think he's their most – well, no, he's their second most expensive lineman behind Lucas Patrick now. So, but, so Cody Whitehair's contract next season is a $14.1 million cap hit, only $8.3 million in dead cap. So they save okay. about $5 million if they cut him. All right. So I think that may end up the, – the scales could potentially tip depending on how they go about – if you go like big money right tackle. I don't care how much of the cap do we are we comfortable with the offensive line taking up that sort of thing, but I do think that number sounds feasible, sounds reasonable to me for for a guy who's 
who's been fairly just rock solid for you at left guard, especially once they were able to just leave him at that spot. Like, I think at the point where he, was his rookie year, were you still on the Bears yes. beat his rookie yep. year? Yeah, and they're, they're kind of moving him around everywhere. He's a tackle in college. Right. He's moving to guard. Let's move yep. to center. Now, Kyle Long struggled with that. He's an exceptional athlete, but you move a guy around a bunch, right. it can be difficult. They've locked him in at left guard, and he's been a quality player there while still having flexibility to move inside to center. So it's great to have Cody Whitehair around. So I think – They've got plenty of money to spend. Yes, I would agree that the the ones that stand out most are certainly right tackle. I'd say potentially center. They, they went out and spent money on Lucas Patrick to, Patrick to play center. He has yet to play center for the right. Bears because of injury. So there's a chance they go into the offseason and say, we still feel great about Lucas Patrick as a center. He's just, you know, don't break your hand over the offseason right. and you're our center next year. They may feel like they have that solved. So, I mean, you know, a couple of guys. It'd be nice to see a couple of guys on the old line there, but I agree. It's not it's not in shambles to the extent that it felt like it was earlier in the year. Right. I, I think again, you can't replace everything. So right. you're looking for what you've got and then how do you add it to what you've got realistically? You know, where you're trying to add touchdown makers. That's the yeah. goal, right? You, you want to score points. Do you feel like which one is a bigger to your question earlier? Do you have a a sense for what you think is the chief priority then? If is you got to attack one thing, Ryan Poles. What is that first thing you have to attack? Is there a spot that stands out to you most? I want to see the quarterback feel comfortable when he's in obvious passing situations. And I don't think he's felt comfortable for the majority of this season. So how do you do that? Part of it is his growth, having him understand how much time he really has and, and what's out there and 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 doing a better job of of processing faster. And then it's what can I put in front of you to help ease that burden right so o-line not not as much wide receiver you would prioritize o-line over wide out if you could guarantee me someone that changes the game like justin jefferson Mm -hmm. you know but i don't think there's someone like that out there you know like there's mike evans you know there i don't believe this if if the bears felt as though there was a big name game-changing wide receiver that was going to be available this offseason you don't trade a high second round pick for chase claypool so I, i but Yes, you can't have enough of those. Mm. I almost think in today's NFL, if you have the standout wide receivers, that's almost more valuable than the offensive lineman. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. I think that in a way that Matt Nagy never did with the previous regime in calling the plays, I think Luke Getze has been exceptional in his ability to, to maintain a focus on taking pressure off of his offensive line and his young quarterback. By running the football, like run-pass balance has been such a topic that, that you know, myself and others have beat to death with the way Matt Nagy called the game. Constant movement of the launch points so the pocket moves quite a bit. Those two elements take pressure off your pass protection, take pressure off your quarterback needing to constantly read defenses, read the full field right. from within the pocket. Luke Getze has at least been able to continually do that. And that, as a focus of your offensive system, can mean that you don't have to be elite up front on the offensive line. And so the the Eagles are exceptional up front. They got the best line in football and a system that takes pressure off their QB and off their exceptional offensive line. The Bears don't need to, in individual talent, get to the point where they've got individual guys, the capability of the Eagles. Mm -hmm. But 
upgrades would be nice at right tackle, at center, you know, like you referenced there. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get presidential with you. Ah, we'll explain next. Anthony Heron is here. I'm Zach Sadman in for Parkinson's Beef. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. On the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Put him in the hole. Put him in the hole of fame. Parkinson Spiegel to the wreck. Killed it in a foul. We're going to crank it up nonstop. 61-yard try right hash. Snap spot. Joseph with a big leg. And Merry Christmas, Minnesota Vikings fans. The Vikings have beaten the Giants. 27-24, it's Joseph from 61! Wow! <laughs> the unmistakable voice of Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings on KFAN in Minnesota. And he joins us now on the Circle Resort and Casino Hotline, Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Zach Zaidman, Anthony Heron in for Parkinson Spiegel on this Friday night. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. You're no longer loose. Hey, what's going on? A uh, happy Friday to you. A uh, late Merry Christmas and uh, early Happy New Year. And, you know, hearing back uh, that call and, and some other calls and some, some interviews that I've done, you know, a, a lot of those calls sound like, you know, my heavens, they just won the Super Bowl, you know, which obviously the exuberance is, you know, if and or when the Vikings win the Super Bowl and I happen to have the privilege to call it, you know, I mean, how much louder or, or straightforward can it possibly be than that? But the, the 2022 for the Vikings 
in all my years doing this has been so different than anything I've seen that it leads to said exuberance. So hopefully you understand. Oh, completely understand. And I think that, you know, especially Vikings fans have a deep understanding for the excitement you have in a season like this. But I think, and we're certainly going to talk a lot at Kevin Warren with you in a moment too, but I think to this, especially since the Bears are preparing to face the Vikings again in the final regular Mm -hmm. season game, the way that the Vikings have played out this season, a lot of outsiders, you know, whether national media or folks even in the region or in the division have been trying to figure out how good is Minnesota legitimately is is does that question still linger locally mm, i mean i you know i i think you'd have to watch us game by game uh just truly to see how good the quarterback is um how nearly uncoverable justin jefferson is after they traded for tj hawkinson you know and then that offsets some things when the defense you know gets uh, gets a little sketchy but when the defense you know plays really well the offense sometimes gets slow um, it, it, but it, overall, it's a wonderful, wonderful team, and um, and it's a team that absolutely can go to the Super Bowl. Now, you know, the Bears at the end, you know, I think back to uh, when the Vikings beat them dramatically at U.S. Bank Stadium, Cam Dantzler with uh, the thievery on former teammate Amir Smith-Marset. Uh, that was the game Justin Fields took off. Like, I mean, he just dominated us in the second half. And that's when, like, things got really good for Justin for the rest of the season. So I'm a fan of his, and hopefully it works out well. You know, you could say that this magical ride that the Vikings have been on started with the team that you're playing this weekend, right? And to slay the dragon this week, how much would would that go into making people nationally begin to believe what you believe about the Vikings? Well, the, the, I mean, right, they beat Green Bay. They beat uh, Green Bay convincingly, but it was the first game of the season, so inherently, you know, it would be the beginning of what has been a 12-3 and journey. I think it's going to be 13-3 and after this weekend, and it's been antithetic what I've seen all of my career calling their games outside of 9 with Favre. So there's just so much that goes into it from so many different angles. But the, the, when they beat Green Bay the way they did, well, that's like the only time the entire season through the other 11 wins that it's been easy. <laughs> I mean, I ain't kidding you, man. It's, I mean, it's down 33-0, and, you know, you need Josh Allen to drop it at the goal line, and, you know, you, you have to fall on it for a touchdown, and it happens. So, I mean, there have just been so many polarizing moments this season. We, the, the Minnesota Vikings have a, a coaching staff led by Kevin O'Connell and more than a handful who just won the Super Bowl last year. Uh, I think that's an underrated advantage that, that people locally and nationally uh, will jettison the fact that they know exactly what to do this time of the year and in the playoffs to win at the highest level, and we've been seeing it, man. It's a really interesting point. And, you know, we saw Nathaniel Hackett out in Denver, had no idea. Right. what he was doing and was already fired yeah. before the end of the season, whereas Kevin O'Connell really has mm-hmm. things rolling there in, in the Twin Cities. What stands out to you about the, the effectiveness that O'Connell's brought to things? Um, well, I mean, he, you know, he's a former quarterback, and um, it's his first head coaching job, but he did just house that ring. I think he's like 37, 38, Cousins like 31, 32. So now you, know, you, you bring a guy like that in you know, who's happy-go-lucky in the first place. He worked with Kirk in Washington. You know, he kind of knows where the bones are buried. And lo and behold, 15 into it, Cousins in his last three games has thrown the ball 143 times and completed 70%. 
he's averaged 51 passes a game the last two, and he's annihilating defenses at the most key points of the game. So, I mean, Kirk's on fire. And uh, of the two quarterbacks at Lambeau, you know, with all due respect to HOF, because you can't say you can't say this that much, but Kirk's better than Aaron Rodgers into this game Sunday and just off what we've seen this year and of late. Um, but with that said, you know, a lot of his starts and stops with Kirk and, and with Kevin, you know, it's just the way they work together and uh, the fact that they're close together in age and, you know, Kevin's not afraid to let first-year offensive coordinator Wes Phillips or tight ends coach Brian Angelico or first-year quarterbacks coach uh, Chris O'Hara uh, have, have the right opinion. And, like, they use what they think and doesn't have to be like, damn it, it's my way or the highway. So just a lot of stuff like that ancillary throughout the entire team is making a massive difference. The voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, is with us here on The Score. The reason we wanted to get a hold of you tonight is because you've heard the report. It started with Pete Thamel. Others have confirmed it that uh, the former Vikings front office man, Kevin Warren, now the Big Ten commissioner, is reportedly the favorite to replace the retiring Ted Phillips as Bears president. What should we know about Kevin Warren? Well, um, let's call it FICA, Fairness in Kevin Warren Act. Um, uh, Kevin and I are friends, and we we actually have become quite close over about the last three, four, five years uh, when he was chief operating officer for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, You know, he he helped my son uh, find his way to Grand Canyon University, uh, where where Kevin went and played basketball. And, you know, I'm just, I love Kevin, and uh, Kevin and I are quite close. So uh, I sent Kevin a text today when all of this got a little hot and, um, and uh, not unexpectedly, I've received no response. <laughs> there are no hard feelings. Distance is never disdain. Uh, but if Kevin Warren, it, I'll just lay it out like this. If Kevin Warren truly is in the race to become the Chicago Bears president, well, the race is over and everybody else is sham and he's secretariat. Why is that? Uh, because of uh, the equity he has that goes back to his days working uh, working with the legal department, with the Super Bowl-winning uh, uh, St. Louis Rams and Dick Vermeil and Kurt Warner, uh, the way he has built his career up uh, through working with the Minnesota Vikings to where he ended there. Uh, this experience with the Big Ten is vast. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's, it's A-topic type stuff. And the, just Kevin is the person. I mean, that, that's a completely separate, longer conversation because to each, you know, unto their own with their relationships with people. But if I were to just qualify it in a few words, be very, be, be very difficult. Kevin is fair. Um, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin also likes things done correctly, and it matters to him. So be straight with him if you're off, and uh, be straight with him if you got it done. And Kevin just likes people to shoot straight with him but he's brilliant. He is a brilliant man. He's very philanthropic. Uh, his faith matters to him a lot. And, um, and he's one of the greatest people with whom I've worked in my 21 years in the NFL. Paul, knowing him like you do, can you help give us an idea of why someone would want to leave being the commissioner of the big 10? And he mm. has, has done a lot of great I mean, things there to be a president yeah, that's of the tough team. to guess. I mean, that's tough to guess, man, because 
you know, I just don't talk to Kevin enough about, you know, what, um, you know, the inner workings of the Big Ten and profit and loss and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, I'm not in the late college sports mind, but I got to believe, you know, the way this whole Pac-12 Big Ten thing's working is benefiting the Big Ten greatly somehow, some way. <laughs> you know, and, and Kevin would be the one brokering that deal the same way he was at, at the forefront with the Will family, the owners of the Vikings, uh, with U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, which is as beautiful, if not the most beautiful and accommodating stadium in the NFL, and everybody says that. That's not just me. And also the uh, Taj Mahal facility, Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center. It's phenomenal. Um, so, therefore, you have all of that, you know, coming into a situation with uh, the former Arlington Park and um, Arlington Heights and stuff like that, and all of that coming uh, for, for the Bears family. So, I mean, really, I don't know if there's anybody out there who can legitimately forget the fact that Kevin and I are friends, but I did want to share that with you. Um, there's, I can't believe there's anybody in a race like this, you know, who would have that experience working with the NFL team and the new stadium and facility, you know, but then also come from uh, the commissioner role at the big 10. So, I mean, I think he would want it. Um, uh, uh, for a lot of those reasons that uh, that that I just mentioned, is that you know, is, if God guides him to this job, Kevin's going to accept it. He's going to he's going to do as well as anybody possibly can do, and um, you know, then maybe the next step would be commissioner of the NFL. So if that's something he covets, then this step has to happen. Yeah, I was saying yesterday, Paul. It, it does seem that with news like this leaking and just the the name, the enormity of of Kevin Warren's name at this point. If the Bears don't land him, then I'm not not sure who else really makes sense in this role. It just seems that there there may be some disappointment on the way if somehow the Mm -hmm. Bears don't end up closing this deal with Kevin Warren. I'm not sure there's a lot of other people in the industry who you would say could measure up as far as the resume to what Kevin Warren would bring to the table for a role like this. Right, but I mean, you know, it's when, you know, Kevin Kevin is ballyhooed and Kevin's equity is, is that of merit. And that of success, and that of hard work, and that of and that born of uh, ascending and advancing uh, at at a rate that that is quite impressive, you know. But but again, if you're president of the Bears, you know how closely would Kevin be with football operations? Probably closer than when he was with the Vikings as the chief operating officer. But I mean, again, just remember that that new facility, new stadium piece, you know, and somebody who just got Big Ten and, and Pac-12 together and U.S. Bank Stadium and this Taj Mahal facility we have here, that stuff matters the, This in this day and age of the NFL. And, um, and Chicago is going to have to embrace it. Paul, what do you recall about the – what were the difficulties of the, the deal itself and getting the Vikings into that new stadium? It feels like we're in Chicago. There's probably going to be some political – you know, spitting at each other back and forth that whomever is brokering that deal for the Bears will have to work themselves through. What were some of the the pitfalls that were worked through to get the Vikings into their new facility? Well, I don't I don't recall any. I mean, there there we never you know, we we for for decades uh, and now, you know, I've I've called Vikings games since 02, but I've lived here since 98. You know, so I'm 56, put that in context 98 now. Um, I don't recall ever there being any significant threats of if this doesn't happen, this team is leaving. Um, and it certainly was not, there were no echoes of that around the U.S. Bank Stadium time. It was quiet and uh, it was efficient. 
and um, it has been it has benefited a lot of people. Paul, we'll see you next week. Good luck this weekend at Lambeau. Yep. Uh, Happy New Year, you guys, and uh, thanks for the call. Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, spending some time with us, helping us understand who Kevin Warren, the human being, is. He very well may be the man who's the next president of the Chicago Bears. Zach Zaidman, Anthony Heron, in for Parkinson Spiegel. When we come back, if Kevin Warren leaves the Big Ten for the Bears, what does that mean for the Big Ten? (laughs) Well, Big Ant knows. We'll discuss next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. I get asked every single day, what's next? It may include future expansion, but it will be done for the right reasons at the right time with our student athletes, academic and athletic empowerment at the center of any and all decisions that we will make regarding any further expansion. That is the voice of current Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. It was back this summer when he was talking about potential expansion. And, man, did the Big Ten expand in a huge way. USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten, becoming a coast-to-coast mega conference and new TV deals, record setting. I mean, this guy did as much as you could do in his brief time as Big Ten Commissioner. And I say brief time because... (laughs) The belief is, according, it started with Pete Thamel. Others have reported. Are you about it. to break news, Zach? I'm not breaking news. <laughs> I'm I'm merely letting you in. Let's get on big what... voice guy loaded up, stud. Zach's gonna break news. <laughs> breaking news on this score. They, they, they probably already got it in here. <laughs> right. They might as well. I know Mitch puts everything else in there, loaded up and ready. The Bears have a new team president. I, I'm His sure. name is in all likelihood going to be Kevin Warren, uh, according to the reports. (laughs) But that really is a a seismic shift in the world of college sports echoing here in Chicago because it it changes the Bears, and it changes the Big Ten, does it not? It does, without a doubt. The the former Northwestern Athletic Director Jim Phillips, I'm sure there would be a phone call or phone calls Mm -hmm. that would be made to him. He's now the ACC uh, commissioner. Correct. Uh, So if this uh, if this move ends up going through, then no, he he was a name that was floated before Kevin Warren ended up getting the Big Ten job. But what he's accomplished as Big Ten commissioner Kevin Warren in just a couple of years here, one thing I've spoken to him about multiple times, even in the face of the the backlash during COVID where where the Big Ten initially called off the season. And something I mentioned this yesterday, something I always remind people of, you know, like I referenced to you, I remember if it was on air or off, but I was I was the number two executive in the Arena Football League for a few years. And the commissioner of a sports league or a sports conference has constituents that they answer to. And so they're they're the forward facing representative of of whatever that entity is, whether it's a league or a conference. But at the sports level, at the professional sports level, there are team owners who sort of direct the path Roger Goodell takes or Adam Silver takes or you know Gary Bettman or you know, whomever right. over the years that we've you know had our disdain directed towards right. as a league commissioner who we boo when they hand out the trophy. And the same thing in the collegiate space is just university presidents and chancellors who are the ones who you know may not call all the shots, but certainly make their voices heard and say, here's what we think our conference should be doing. Then the commissioner you know, weighs and balances those things and then 
you know, tries to carry out those directives. And you, you do have to be a skilled sort of tactician to sort of make that all work to the advantage of the conference. Right, because each school is not looking for the same thing. At all. So you, you've got to really be diplomatic and almost be an ambassador in, right. in order to uh, have a, a long standing in that position as commissioner and do the job the right way. So it's it's there is a delicate balance there. Uh, and and so coming out of of you know the the covid decision that the the as the world shut down and the the big 10 was the initially one of the biggest brands as far as the initial phase maybe the biggest brand who said we're not going to operate at the moment right it's Let's not the ivy league this is going. a big deal when, right. when the big 10 says uh, we're we're pausing here and even that and you know afterwards if you look at it and say that you know intellectually it wasn't the right choice but a rough, a hard decision to be made, to communicate, to to lead that decision. And so even right off the bat, even if you, you look at it and say that was the wrong call, it was a, a man in a leadership position willing to make an extremely difficult call, willing to make a really hard, willing to, you know, not the only one calling the shot, but, you know, being the forward-facing leader to make that extremely difficult Knowing going in, very unpopular call that it became because so many people are fanatical about Big Ten athletics. Mm -hmm. And that was his first decision a couple of months into the job in doing that. So that, I mean, just the huevos that that it requires to be willing to do that, just I I think on itself, in itself, showcases a, a willingness to command a big stage. And then now you fast forward to a couple of years later where he has gone from sort of the the sports pincushion that he became in 2020 where all the angst of the globe seemed like it was kind of directed at Kevin Warren in the Big Ten for a little while. And now between the media rights deal, the expansion of the conference, and frankly even being both publicly and privately at the forefront of even having discussions with student-athletes about compensation that a lot of conference commissioners haven't been willing to admit to publicly, haven't been willing to have privately about how do we modernize the 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 way that athletes get compensated is there a revenue sharing model that will make sense with this he he has shown himself as the modern commissioner in intercollegiate athletics and you reference and we both reference the media rights deal here the reason it was so lucrative for the Big 10 was not only because of the brand of the conference but the way that Kevin Warren negotiated that through the NFL lens with an NFL model where it wasn't just as it has been up until now Fox ESPN, and then you know Fox owns the Big Ten Network, where I do a bunch of my content. But now he said we're going to bifurcate that, and you know what? CBS pay big, you can have a good chunk. NBC pay big, you really need it, you can have a big chunk as well. Fox will still be sort of the main rights holder. Fox is going to up their ante as well, and the Big Ten Network still gets to keep the same amount of inventory. And so the conference itself and all the non-rev, the Olympic sports get everything. There, there was a lot of intricacy to the way that was done, it was managed, it played out. And then, oh, by the way, the Pac-12, who it seemed like the Big Ten was kind of in lockstep with a, a lot of the way here, then you go and nab the biggest brand, USC, from the Pac-12 with the other brand in the L.A. market, and you bring them both to the Big Ten footprint and even up what was already going to be a record media rights deal for the conference. There's just been so many master strokes here over the past year that Kevin Warren has been able to navigate while the entire time he's just been – Eating salads and doing his, uh, you know, his, you know, intermittent fasting that he that he loves to do, and and just kind of running things in this this very sort of calm manner, while while he's just you know making these decisions and leading the way in a way that that has reshaped intercollegiate athletics. Yeah, you can understand why he is so appealing 
to the Bears yeah. as uh, a president who can lead the team in this new modern age of sports because of all to the potentially stuff modernize the Bears in a way that they need. You know, you, you and I were even talking. I think this was off there about mm-hmm. the development of players. I've said it a lot on this show over the last couple of years, on this channel, this this uh, station over the last couple of years, the main place the Bears have lacked is, you know, you look at hires that have been made. I think it's an excellent observation that everywhere that that the that the Bears ownership has made hires here, it, there's a newness, there's an inexperience to a lot of these hires, whether it's been the general manager or the head coach, you know, in some cases, maybe the first big opportunity they've had. But you look back at some of the, the recent hires here where Ryan Pace was a highly sought-after general manager candidate that didn't work out with the Bears. John Fox had taken multiple organizations to Super Bowls, and he was viewed as a guy who still had his fastball, got hired by the Bears, and it just fizzled and really never got out of first base. And Matt Nagy was one of the hottest commodities in the NFL as an assistant coach, had one great season, and then got worse every year here. They've gone out and hired the person that has been sought after for some of these roles for whatever reason. Both the decision makers, the folks in the front office, they haven't developed well. And the players, the talent on the field, doesn't seem like it has consistently been developed there at Hallis Hall. If the franchise modernizes and puts the infrastructure in place, and it feels like Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, they've used the word development more than any of the previous right. regimes have in quite a while. The the idea seems to be there now. Can you put somebody at the top of that food chain to make sure it's modernized in a way that capitalizes everyone's development? Right. That can you place mechanisms that maximize opportunities right and and maximizes potential so if you are someone who enters hallis hall and you have talent in whatever field you have you're able to have that grow and develop properly where now you're building a system that sustains success yeah that's been the biggest issue yeah yeah we've seen it one off here and there can you sustain it up to this point in recent of recent vintage the bears haven't sustained a whole lot there's some potential here. You know, we talk a lot about the quarterback. If they got the quarterback right, there's the potential to build something you can sustain. And, you know, speaking of the quarterback, wasn't the quarterback uh, when Justin Fields was at Ohio State and uh, the the season initially was canceled by the commissioner, Kevin Warren, wasn't Fields one of the most outspoken players in the he league? He was, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and in a very respectful manner and saying we're, we're willing to play, we want to play, we feel like the, the Big Ten can protect us, they're putting mechanisms in place. We're, we're willing to take, you know, the, the educated risk associated with it. He's on GMA talking about it. And, you know, I, I think it could it could be a very, very fruitful uh, engagement if you get Kevin Warren running the Bears at this at this stage right now, perhaps on the ground floor of some cool things. Yeah, so they know each other is what I'm saying. They have certainly met. <laughs> Their paths have crossed. Hey, Big Ant, thank you so much. It's fun, man. Anthony Heron, I'm Zach Saban. I want to thank our executive producer, Adam Studzinski. Studs! Yeah, Studs helped us blast through the speakers of your radio and oh so much more. It's been a treat. Bulls basketball is coming your way in less than an hour right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Stay safe this weekend. the best thing I ever saw. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.